and welcome to the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. I'm Andy Hughes, I'm here with Alex Hudson. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Guns in space. <laughs> That's what that was. That was great. Laser pew, pew pistols. guns, they're called. Beautiful. I think you trademark uh, any kid at school. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. That's kind of like a kid noise, right? I love that the kid actually trademarked that. Just rolling in Just the... Went, went, sorry, sorry, lad, you used your pew, pews. I thought you know him. I couldn't uh, Yeah, and the, the fee is one uh, fruit wind-up. <laughs> Do you remember fruit wind-ups? That's why I referenced right. it. I remember it them was... from school and no time after no. that. They were amazing but terrible at the same time. The thing is, in America they're called fruit roll-ups. Mm. Or fruit by the foot. Fruit by the foot? Fruit by the foot. Is it a foot of fruit? Well, they say or, it's fruit. Or, or they... <laughs> I'm pretty convinced it's just sugar. I, I, like how, I was concerned about the measurement. <laughs> You're there, like, is it a whole foot? And I'm there like, is was, it a whole fruit? Is like, my question. How much crap of this am I eating? Is it a foot's worth? And you're there like, yeah, like, but... Yeah, but you are still eating crap. You don't want to be eating a foot it's of like, whatever I'm, they put in It's there. like, I'd prefer it to be half a foot and then still call it a, fru- <laughs> a foot of fruit because it is not fruit. I think it's... I guess it's fruit. Fruit's not like that, is basically what I'm saying. So, if you're trying to tell me, hey, nothing bad goes into this, <laughs> I, I'm going to call bullshit on that, because no fruit is that thin and stringy. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, modern kids, who I imagine have iPhones instead of fruit by the foot, uh, I they don't snack on iPhones, but they've got like, them now, and, you know, that probably I like the we, we teach people about different types of food we talked about Solero shops in 1999 when um no, when, no, fruit winders when the star wars film came out i used to put one in my mouth and have it hanging out and pretend i was jar jar binks because it's got a long <laughs> tongue very funny you were the cock of the walk i, I was a very funny kid well, welcome to the wednesday episode of well, this week actually Andrew is wednesday Hughes. which is remarkable that we're releasing it. I know it's Tuesday when we're recording it. Don't worry. So, what is Behind it again? Spoilers. What is this week's episode? It's news and reviews. And what happens there? We talk reviews and news. And one of these days you'll get it right. Uh, hello, everyone. It's us back again. You back? Yeah. You can tell you're not well. Okay, so let's start with I keep, news. I genuinely just keep losing words. That's uh, fine. I've got them all in my head and it's just grabbing which one I need. Well, and let me start you off with something I very think... exciting. Because in two weeks' time we have the release to look forward to of Wonder Woman, the new DC <laughs> film. Wonder Woman, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, so Wonder Woman comes out, I believe it's the 1st of June we get it over here. Okay, uh, cool. Already got a sequel planned. So it doesn't matter if it's terrible. Sequel's this, already this in the works. This isn't strange, is it? Like Guardian's got a sequel... Green, green yeah, but they had confidence in that. I've got no confidence. No, no, they didn't. Because the thing about Guardians was that was the one everyone expected to tank. Um, everyone expected Guardians to be. I thought they hadn't. They hadn't planned as they. They hadn't no, no, announced the sequel. They, didn't, they announced it just um, just before it actually went to cinemas. Ah, uh, uh, I thought they'd done cinemas, that with the second one. Um, and everyone beforehand went, "This film will flop. It's about mm. a talking raccoon and a tree." And what the hell are these characters? But they so it's, it's not strange for that to happen. To be fair, man, uh, Iron Man is a film about a man wearing a metal suit. Like that shouldn't have worked. <laughs> but the thing with Wonder Woman is it shows they may have some confidence in this. Then, but obviously, every other report you read 
it's it's a strange mix. Like some people are like, oh, Wonder Woman's going to change the game sort of thing. And other mm. people are going, yes, but that game will be terrible. And then Batgirl's going to be the next female-led one from them. They're not going to... They're pushing back Gotham City Sirens, it seems. It makes sense. You've got... Because they've got Josh no Whedon. faith doing it. And you've got Joss Whedon doing Batgirl, so you might as well just push ahead of it. Mm. You've got somebody that people have faith in already. Instead of David Ayer. Do we just... also what he did last time. Do we just feel like maybe after like 2018, 2019, they could just stop making films? Well, I think, once again, it all depends on what happens to Justice League. I think mm. Justice League is a big step, and if that doesn't do The franchise that, lives and dies on the basis of that one. But also, it will make money, so they don't care. Mm. Like, they don't care about quality storytelling. <laughs> yeah, and that is, and that's, that's that is our biggest problem. Well, that's a shame, because they, they have some of the most interesting... I genuinely believe, and people will disagree with me, but I genuinely believe DC have some of the more complex characters. They mm. have some of the more interesting characters. Um, but they can't Mar- do them, right? That's the thing. Marvel are doing what characters they have. Better. Let's not forget, Marvel don't have their full roster of characters, mm. but they're doing them in a more interesting way and stories that you're willing... And yes, they're very formulaic, but you can still watch them and enjoy. I'm just looking at the releases, right? So, Justice League release date is 2017, November 17th, yeah. right? Aquaman's release date is their next confirmed one Which after that. Which is Christmas 2018. December 21st, 2018. So, you, you've got over a year in between. Surely, like, Marvel are good at sort of keeping people hooked. Hmm. Well, the, the, the problem they've got is the Flash. The Flash was supposed to be... And the Flash is now off the yeah, yeah. off the slate uh, completely, and it's, is in hiatus. It was supposed now. to be early twenty eighteen, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aquaman was supposed to be early in that year. So all you've got now is Aquaman Hold and on. Shazam. Wasn't there supposed to be a second Justice League film in twenty eighteen? They've well? made no announcements on that. Which that went off the state, and that's why their states are there. They came in and Batman these... obviously was supposed to be twenty eighteen as well. At one point, not happening. And that's the thing, like. What you need to remember, though, is what was the difference between Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman? That was a good few years. Three years, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, you're dealing with the case of when you lose confidence and you want to make things right, you end up having to lose time, but are they using it for the right things? But that time was spent terribly, according to the results that we saw last year. Hmm. But hey, that's a problem but, for 2018, us. But once again, I, I do still hope Wonder Woman is a good film. Mm-hmm. Whether it will be or not, I don't know. I've stopped watching any kind of trailers or previews for it. I've already got to that point where I've gone, I've now seen enough of this to know what I'm getting myself in for. For sure. Um, so I'm going to now wait and see what the product, final product is. I've kind of got to this point now with films where I watch only like a trailer, uh, normally a couple of trailers, Mm. Um, if I still need more, maybe watch a third. But I don't watch any of the TV spots or anything. Well, beforehand, I was I was consuming everything before I went in. Yeah, uh, just so I could get some kind of surprise when I go watch it. Yeah. So I'm hoping there's still enough because I I know that there's characters in Wonder Woman that I've not seen anything of yet. Um, so I'm hoping they can be more of a surprise for me mm. and hopefully add something to that film. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel has been announced as the host of next year's Oscars as well as this year's. But then he's going to bring more busloads of people on. Exactly, and that's the biggest problem I have at the moment with life. <laughs> is that there's too many busloads of people being introduced to the Oscars. 
Uh, yeah, so whether for better or for worse, he's he's returning next he year. He wasn't bad, though, was he? I think he was perfectly serviceable, and he did exactly what you need that person to do, which is just keep the show moving. And that's what he did, and he's funny enough, you know, he keeps... The thing is, you've, you've got to just say, well, why why did no previous host want to come back? Hmm. Maybe it's just a thing that it's like, well, once a year is, you know... No, like Chris Rock came back and did it again, but had taken 10 years off doing it. And you just think, well, maybe he doesn't want to be tied down to doing that thing once he... You're not going to get like a Billy Crystal type thing where you get a returning host year after year. Yeah. And yet, here we are with Jimmy Kimmel, who's a safe bet, but a fairly competent Bring one. back Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, is that who you want? He did a nice little song at the beginning. Ultimate Oscars host, who we haven't seen before. Three, two, one. Uh, Jeff G. Morgan. I should not be surprised. Do you reckon he'd be... I don't think he'd... I, no, because I've seen the one where he does the Ask Me Anythings. <laughs> and he is not someone who, without a script, can really function in the way you want him to function. I don't think... like He, he seemed like he was confused by the notion of Ask Me Anythings. <laughs> so I don't think giving him the Oscars is the best thing to do. How would he have handled the best picture thing this year? Just get it into them both. Just, just sat there and watched and just gone, this is a mess. He's gone, fuck it, this is a mess. Give it to Lion. Okay. Um, and, of course, finally, finishing up. Well, finishing up the news segment, at least. Have you got any news? Uh, I saw a trailer just. Cool. What was it? The Gifted. It's um, it's the X-Men it's... movie. Yeah, series. It's series. It's basically Fox when they commissioned two series. They commissioned Legion mm-hmm. and this, I believe. Well, yeah. that's what I assume because they. I know they had two, and this is the second one. Um, it's but looks things about some kids finding like they've got powers. Um, I don't know much about it to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, but the trailer looks fun enough. It it's um mentions like the X Men and the Brotherhood, so it's definitely intrinsically linked to that universe. Which Legion isn't is mm-hmm. kind of a bit vague about, but I definitely wouldn't give it a go because I really enjoyed Legion, sure. and I still recommend everyone watches it um, if you haven't already because it's it's a really good show, um, and I think it's if you like superheroes and stuff and you're willing to go down a weirder aspect, definitely go back to watch Legion. But I'll, I'll give this a go and see mm-hmm. see what I think more than anything. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Obviously, there's a couple of rumored castings, but. Until they're concrete, then it's not even, Don't worth, not even worth discussing, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. Uh, but no one's rumouring the casting of Zac Efron for Adam Warlock yet. And that's Which is definitely happening. So, I have that on good authority. I spoke to Zac's, I, I spoke to Zach's people this morning. Do you think we could email Zac Efron and just I, say, listen, I did. you should get your name in that Zac Efron for... at gmail.com just bounces straight back <laughs> to you. The, but I think if we emailed his agent and said, get yourself in there for Adam Warlock, like, Do you I, not think the agent is trying? I don't know. I think he's got a terrible agent. He keeps giving him stuff like Mike and Dave, you need wedding dates. But he's got Baywatch, and I actually think I might enjoy Baywatch now. You reckon? I don't know. It's too early. It's to trailer, That's they? next week. Uh, oh, you know, could wait. well be exciting. Can't wait. Um, I don't know. I, I like the idea of Baywatch. Uh, no, tell, you, tell a lie. I like the idea of Zac Efron in Baywatch. Yeah. I don't like the idea of Baywatch movie. Um... But you, you know, I, I think basically he's a perfect casting for that. So, let's get on it. Let's everyone tweet at Zach Efron. Is he on Twitter? No. If not, is he on Instagram? No, he's on Bebo. <laughs> Bebo. 
Like everyone Bieber. I was going to say he's on Bumble, but then I was like, that's the dating app. He's if he's on Bumble, Bumble, you would have found him by now, mate. If, and also, if he's on Bumble, clearly he's insatiable because there's like no, his phone there's no reason for him to be on Bumble. Um, um, yeah. But everyone just tweeted Zach Efron just saying like, Adam Warlock. F1 for Warlock. No, no. Cause what, the remake of Warlock? Yeah. The uh, 1980s film? Um, Zach Efron. How can we make it snappy? Zach Efron for Adam Warlock. Zach Attack. <laughs> It'll work out from there. <laughs> <laughs> just be like. And then at uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, just so they know. Uh, okay, final bit of news. The trailer for the Emoji movie dropped. Woo. Wow, wow, wow. What My a movie Lord. this is going to be. TJ Miller. Back at his best. Doing, well, and that is truly tragic. Is that If this is his best, I do not want to see his worst. He's playing the Met Emoji. and he's Which is going to be that, how the film is reviewed. And he's worried that he's got only one emoji face that he's got to do. But what if he's got more emojis? What if he wants to smile sometimes? This film looks terrible. What if, what if he's got to go hang out with the high five emoji and break through the firewall of the foe? I don't want James Corden and TJ Miller hanging out in real or in fake. What if the poo emoji arrives? What if there's a prawn in the background? I didn't see the prawn. Did you? Yeah, the prawn's in that trailer. The he's prawn's st- in there. No, no, the bit where he starts laughing. And yeah. like, oh my God, the mo emoji is laughing. The prawn is next to him. Oh, well, in that case, guys, just for sort of backstory here. The prawn emoji is the best emoji. <laughs> and if you have to ask what prawn means in terms of my WhatsApp messages, then you just don't understand WhatsApp. It means WhatsApp. basically everything. It means whatever I need it to mean. Usually <laughs> good things, because if, if I really like something, it's prawn out of ten. You're there, you're there like, oh my god, I just won a million, million pounds. Prawn emoji. Then you're like, oh no, my dog died. Prawn emoji. And you're like, I don't know how, how to gauge this. Prawn emoji, Israeli flag emoji. Those are the two. <laughs> and combined, they are the most powerful force in all of what. App. Okay, let's talk of reviews. Yeah. I'm done with news. Oh, I was going to talk about the Logan Noir trailer, but I don't know if you've seen no, that. No, what are they doing? Um, are they doing so black they've, and white they've re-released, it's, it's been re-released in the US um, as a monochrome version of a Logan. Like Mad Max. Yeah, like Mad Max or The Mist. Uh, and I think I asked you this last time they did one with The Mist. The Mist one is really good. Uh, the Mad Max one came out to mixed reviews. Um the, the thing is, once you, when you've got the original source material as being as good as Mad Max was, I think... The thing is, I think Mad Max is the wrong film to do it with. Should have done it with Jurassic World. Whereas I think The Mist, it actually adds something to it. With Logan, I would be... I, I'm, I'm going to buy the DVD of it as Logan Noir as well, I feel. But the one that's got both. Because I feel like that film may well work, work. in that sense. Mm. I think it's... Uh, Blu-ray releases around 23rd of May, I think. Well, I think the HD release has happened now. Digital HD is out now. Um, Which means that normally it's a couple of weeks before you get the actual... That is correct, proper. yeah. So, awesome. could be exciting. I'll definitely buy it and see what it's like. We may well give it a little uh, mention once we've seen it in uh, yeah. in black and white. We, we, like we said before, we were always happy to talk more about Logan. Yeah, so if we can do it in a disguised way like that, then that'd be <laughs> great. Uh, in fact, that's what we'll do. We'll just do a Sunday episode where we go, hey, the DVD of Logan's out. Isn't Logan the best? Yes, he's talking about Logan again. Uh, okay, so let's talk about a film that is not the best. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you went and saw Alien Covenant. Oh, I was going to still talk about Emoji Movie, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, so I saw Alien Covenant. Uh, Andy is planning on seeing it? Yeah, I was going to go see it, and then unfortunately I got a case of it ill, so... That's um, fine. And I could have watched it this weekend, but I went and watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2 again. That's so... perfectly fine by us. Um, so... That happened. Alien Covenant, the latest in the Alien franchise. Ridley Scott back directing again. Um... Picks up where Prometheus leaves off, essentially. Well, ten years down the line from Prometheus. Mm. Um, so we we are introduced to the crew of the Covenant, and of course, there's no way you've been able to avoid all the uh, all the lead up to this film with all the prologues they've been releasing on YouTube and stuff. It's just been mad. Um, so we're introduced to this crew of the Covenant, which is a colonization mission to another planet in the universe. Thousands of uh, colonial people coming over to start a new new race well yeah. not a new race a new civilization there and extend the humanity stuff anyway they get woken up from their stasis sleep because there's uh there's some damage done to the ship essentially so they get woken up very passengers-esque i believe so i still have not yet seen passengers but i imagine that is cool. true uh, so there's, there is damage done to the ship, and they are woken up. Unfortunately, the captain is not woken up because he is burned alive. Oh, okay. Uh, James Franco is the captain. Uh, so he gets a total of zero amount of screen time uh, before you see him die. Why is he in the film? Why uh, did you have James Franco for that part? Though? Well, he's uncredited, obviously. Um, but it's mainly because of the prologue stuff. He's in it for a very short amount of time. I think mm. he's in it for about a line, and then... Yeah, and then you see a couple of clips from him on a uh, a video clip. In, Did in Ridley Scott owe him a favor or something? I think he just wants to be part of it. I think he came as part of the Danny McBride package deal, which is fine. <laughs> I I don't mind James Franco at all. Anyway, so they're woken up, and then they they are fixing the damage to the ship, and they receive a signal from a planet, and the planet looks like it might be a better fit for them to coll- uh, to colonise than the one they're actually going to. It looks like it's more like Earth. It looks like it may well be a much better ecological fit for them. So they decide to investigate. Of course. Now, the, the signal they get up is um, John Denver's um, Take Me Home Country Roads, mm-hmm. which is the second time John Denver has been featured in films this year after Free Fire, where yeah. Annie's song plays out in the final moments. Anyway, they go to investigate. They land on the planet. Oh, look, there's wheat here. That's weird. Who would have planted this? Well, we remember David from Prometheus, mm-hmm. Fassbender's character. This is where he's ended up with Numi Rapace. Anyway, stuff conspires against them and they get trapped on the planet because their ship blows up. Their little landing craft blows up. Not the whole oh, ship. That would be ridiculous. So there are some of them stuck on the planet and some of them are stuck up up in space and communication is lost because of an ion storm. Ion storms Standard. being what they are, just they they, they just fuck up shit, mate. Bloody ion storms. And they realise that things aren't quite as idyllic on this on this planet as they might first seem. I'm guessing alien. Alien, yeah, absolutely alien. I'm gonna guess. I I don't know where I get this a idea. A full blown case of the alien. They've got they've got the worst case of alien I've seen since <laughs> Alien. 
aliens, there's quite a lot of aliens. Aliens has more aliens. Alien only has the one alien. Yeah. In this, you see a lot of aliens and different strains of alien as well. Ah. What I will say is, there is some good stuff about this film. Mm-hmm. Ridley Scott is a world-class world builder. If you want a world building, he'll do that really well. He got 10 out of 10 on Minecraft. I don't know if that's the rating system on Minecraft. I don't think there is one. Okay, fair enough. I've never played <laughs> Minecraft. Uh, he, uh, it's beautifully shot. There is some wonderful. Uh, there's some wonderful sets. There's some wonderful um, shots of the New Zealand. I believe it's New Zealand they filmed in because New Zealand's oh, where really all New the best Zealand. stuff is. Uh, and you know, it genuinely looks very beautiful. However. There are some fundamental issues which stop me from enjoying this film. The script is appalling at times. Mm-hmm. And as a result, just feels like these characters are behaving in a way that they shouldn't do, mainly because the script calls for it. And you do keep questioning, but why? Yeah. So the, they're given... They're given basically nothing to do other than to feed into this world-building arc that they're wanting to mm-hmm. establish and to establish the sort of greater themes of what it is to be and who who created things and what what a creator's role is and the power that creation gives people. The problem with the film is that other than the script, which is bad, it gets so wrapped up in this mythology and this idea of, hey, we should explore what it is, that, uh, wh- why these people are here and what their role is and why their time is over and why the time for Alien has now come. And I just kind of, I, I watch it and I just go, you think you're saying something more important than you actually are. Yeah. And that for me is an issue. Because it just feels like it's getting wrapped up and tangled in its own philosophy. And it doesn't need to have the philosophical debates that it poses. Because actually, it's not debating them particularly well. And don't think it's... I think the script has let it down. I'm not sure there is a good film underneath it, though. This is the problem. I'd say if it, if it had script edits or somebody else written the script, but it was still the basic premise... Mm. They, they, it still spends too much time... Well, the, the thing is, if it had script edits, and someone else, had, if they'd rewritten the script, they would have to have taken out all of the stuff about the creation stuff, mm-hmm. because I don't think that works in the slightest, which means that you don't have a film. Yeah. Well, in, in fact, your film would be, they land on a planet, and then an alien chases them onto their ship. Do you, do you think it's necessary for some of these alien prequel films? Like, the films more, leading look, up... To Alien. I was I was so look looking prefer? I was so looking forward to Alien Covenant, and I'm now of the opinion that they should just leave it alone. Would you prefer they did a standalone Alien film, like, but basically it had nothing to do with the previous one, so it's got nothing to do with Ripley or anything like that. It's got nothing to do with Prometheus or even Covenant. Now. You can have your nods. But if it was, I just... think if it if it had slight nods to the previous instalments, where you know the Wayland Utani group are referenced or something yeah. like that, fine. But you don't need to have it all building into this story where we're going to end up with, I think, one more before Alien and then Alien would happen and then there's going to be one after Alien. The, the reason I ask this is because the Xenomorph is such an interesting creature. It's mm. such a, a kind of fear-striking creature when you look at it that it, that should have, it should be 
therefore modern audiences they should get to experience that but I worry if it's been like I've not seen this film but I worry if it's been hindered by the fact that we're trying to link it in with previous installments where instead we could have something completely separate yeah where you know let's say they'd colonise somewhere else mm. where somebody goes and visits there and then you get a completely different film where it's not related. and this is the Which thing is, if you remember back to when I did when I did an Aliens pitch yeah that my point there was it's an alien pitch, but it's not linked to that original. Exactly. I didn't and want... it doesn't need to be, and, and that's the case. I I feel like that's the best way to go forward with it. I don't think they will do. Mm. And I think Ridley Scott is now committed to making these films. And, you know, that's fine. He make make whatever films you want. I am now really off board with this idea just because this film does not hit the spot at all, I there there is stuff I like, and that stuff is the technical stuff. It is a well-made film other than hmm. the actual construction of it. I think the the individual, you know, there's some good performances in it. Uh, Catherine Waterston's really good in it. Danny McBride I really like in it. And, you know, Michael Fassbender is Michael Fassbender, so he usually puts in a really good shit. Fassbender go back. My issues lie with the fact that if we're going to keep on going back to this, I don't think I'm interested enough. I think that's you've lost shame. me now. And, you know, I'm one of the biggest Alien you, fans you out there. You were really excited for this one. The thing is, each of the each of the Alien films is its own thing. You know, Alien is not Aliens, and Aliens is not Alien 3. But they are all with, you know, interesting points. Alien 3's interesting points are usually the bad points, but, you know... They're still interesting enough to a point. And I just watched this and just went, this is sad. Hmm. Because I wanted this to be so good. And it just isn't. The, you know. Well, the thing is, the difference was between, say, this and Prometheus is this had the alien title attached. Yeah, and I think as soon as you start saying that, it does feed into the franchise much more. And, it, and I, think, I think you're right. It does toy with the sort of the memory of that first franchise and just going this is not Prometheus this is very much now part of Alien and what that was you know and, and the that, thing is is that thing that Alien is great this is far from it well that's the thing that Alien is is fantastic Aliens is is great you know I, I always feel that Alien is stronger between films but you cannot deny that those two films are great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you just want they do that. completely separate things but they both do them and really thing, well and if, if you try to be original with this kind of thing could you get something better? I think um, I think you're right. That is the way to go forward if they were. And I, I am going to see this film because it is one that I was really looking forward to. And even though you're saying, oh, no, it's a... It's the, look, the way I'm going to say it is, for me, I was very excited and I do have that investment in the original series. So I, I think it hits harder for me than it does for other people, perhaps. It will, without doubt, unless something spectacular happens between now and the end of the year, be my most disappointing film of 2017 because of the expectations I had for it. Well, when we did our preview for this year, Alien was originally your thing, but you had to go for Skong, Skong, and, hey, com- Skong Skull Island. Compared to this, Kong Skull Island is a masterpiece. I still will Although, say Kong Skull Island is a very good film. Kong Skull Island is an absolute masterpiece compared to any Star Wars film. We know that much. <laughs> Still pushing that. Still pushing it, man. Um, is there anything you want to review, or uh, how long have we got? We're basically at time, so uh, it was more like a courtesy call than anything else. Um, I'll quickly say that I've been playing 
Final Fantasy. Yeah. I've been playing the latest one, Final Fantasy 15, I think 15, it is. 15, yeah. Um, which I'm really loving. I'm really enjoying it. I've, I've played a lot of it. You spend a lot of time in diners, I see. Oh, yeah, so much time in diners. Well, basically, I, I was saying this to Mark, cause basically me and Mark went out and bought a load of games the other day. Like, Mark's been playing uh, Mass Effect, Andromeda, and Prey, which both, like, Mass Effect especially looks really, really cool and really interesting. I want to have a go on that. Um, Prey looks like it's definitely kind of your kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got Final Fantasy. And I was saying that I haven't played Final Fantasy since 2002. Yeah, yeah. But the last one I played was uh, Final Fantasy X. Um, and I've not picked one up since then because um, I really like that game but it's never really been my thing but this kind of it reinvents the combat the combat's more kind of it's a bit more dancey mm-hmm. in the sense that it's more fluid yeah um, and a bit more balletic yeah you've got to rely on the people around you yeah um, and it is very Final Fantasy as well you've got giant robots that appear you've got a, it's got all the hallmarks yeah. of what you would expect from a absolutely still I'm only like a couple of chapters in but I basically I love this ability, and I've not really done it all too much yet, but I basically just... I've got to the point where they go, oh, this is your starting couple of chapters, you're in this one area. Yeah. Once I've got to the third chapter, it goes, oh, by the way, your your map has just opened up like tenfold, and yeah. go and explore. And that's what I'm looking forward to now. I'm really looking forward to going and actually right. playing. But as far as the mechanics and stuff, and the way it works, and how amazing it looks, it does look great. And you're playing pretty much four protagonists. You play as the prince, who's the main one. But you get three guys who are always with you. Like and an entourage. What's really nice is that you've got... Um, it's nothing, yeah, it's nothing like entourage. There's Fat Turtle, the Fat Johnny Turtle, Drama. Johnny Drama um, and but, E. But it's you and these three guys. But the nice thing is each one of them has a personality. Mm-hmm. You can tell the different types of personality, which is really hard to get right. Proper storytelling. Well, a lot of games struggle to get one character right. So yeah, it's nice so, to see. So to manage four well and, is a rarity. And what it is, is there's a lot of lore there. There's a lot to kind of get... And it is daunting at first. I was like, fuck this shit. I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to play it and just hope for the best. But I've kind of got my head around to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a film that explains it a lot more, but okay. I, can't, I can't bother to watch that. So I'm just no, going to play no. it and see what happens. But no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And okay. like so said, that's Final Fantasy 15. 15's the one I'm playing, yeah. And like I said, uh, Mass Effect looks great. I've been watching Barrett play it as well. Yeah. Um, and that looks really good as well. Um which, which I've also been told I'd like, so I don't it looks know. it looks good for people who haven't played the original three, right? Because it's not linked to that storyline. Cool. Um, oh, the the Solero ice... shots have just arrived, guys. <laughs> you you know you know we like to order Solero shot for the end of the podcast. They, so they say half once, an hour or less, they'll once, get it to you. Once those Solero shots are turned off, we've got to turn off the podcast. Mainly because of too many Solero <laughs> shots for our mouths. <laughs> Whoa, 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 it's spilling all over the place before we start getting bogged down in that. Um, <laughs> but what I would say is what uh, a cinema ticket now is what £10.50? Yeah, about that £10, £10.50. Let's say you can pick up Alien Isolation pre owned, yeah, for about that same price. Do that because <laughs> it is really good, guys. Um, it is much more alien than this. Um, than Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, it's but, definitely much more uh, Alien but, than Final Fantasy But then um, Alien Covenant. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I keep calling it Alien Isolation as well. <laughs> like, at the don't, keep... don't let it don't let it get that free publicity because that is great publicity to get. But no, uh, I will I will stand by the fact that Alien Isolation is the best Alien property to have come out probably since since Aliens since Alien Aliens. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's probably where we're going to have to leave it this time, guys. Yeah. As always, you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at DinosaurMan15. 
You can rate, comment, subscribe, review, and share with your friends on Buzzsprout, iTunes, and on Stitcher. They're all apps we're on. If you like us, just give us a little comment and say, hey guys, great job. Alien was great. Don't know what you're talking about, you piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, Johnny Neves did the theme song. Thank you. This time, it was in space. Yeah. Yeah. The back in space. The strange thing is you can't hear it. In space, nobody can hear you, dinosaur man. (laughs) It sounds like a a dance craze. Uh, Do the dinosaur man. Do, 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 do. Okay, that's enough now. That's that's Mm. copyright law. (laughs) Andy, thank you, as always, for hosting. I know. Even when you're ill. It's been great. I mean, I took so much of the slack today. Yeah, thank you. That's okay. You've been been great. Um, and until next time, no, I'm getting compliments. Enjoy your Solero shots. Oh, that's true, buddy, from my mouth. Solero shots. Die, die, die.